Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Friends, you are here for the Friday Faith Follow-Up on the Love Your People Well podcast. We have been talking this week about peace, specifically the peace of God and where we can turn in the Bible to be reminded of and encouraged by the truth of God's peace. And I want to kind of, I guess, pull back the curtain a little bit today and just talk a little bit about my personal experience, how I spend time with God and grow deeper in my knowledge of the Bible. Because, I, I mean, we all tend to take for granted the the things that we know or we've experienced, and you just kind of start to assume, well, everyone must have had a similar experience. Everyone must know that about the Bible. Everyone must know that about God. But that is rarely the case. And so I've I've really thought about this over the last few years as I've become a mom and like my time availability has totally changed, which means my devotional time with God has totally changed. I do not have the same focus that I had, you know, five, 10 years ago. I do not have the same time availability to just sit down and and soak in scripture. Um, And I really can recognize today how much my past experience with the Lord, having that, that time for just depth and, and meditation and just resting and wrestling with his word. I can see how that is bearing fruit today because I just don't have time to do, to do that in the same way. Not to say I never do it, but I do it a lot less frequently than I would prefer. And than I have done in the past. And so I just wanted to kind of explore together what that has looked like for me over the years, not so much with the goal that you're going to walk away saying, oh, I need to do exactly what Jessica is doing (laughs) during her devotional time, but so that you can be encouraged to reflect for yourself and pray with the Lord about how has he been shaping you over the years? What are the habits? What are the routines that you have developed that really help you grow deeper with God and know his word so that you can then share that, teach that, encourage others with his word. So for myself, um, earlier on, when I first became a Christian, I became a Christian in college. You can hear more about that back way back when in episode two about my personal testimony and story. Um, And I've always been a very academic person. And so I like to read, I like to learn I'm definitely a nerd, so I spent a lot of time early on, like I dove into Bible studies, joining different groups of women who were studying the Bible, so that I could also study the Bible, but not just alone, I would do that with other women who could ask questions or share their own thoughts and observations, and that was really helpful, Um, and that was probably, at least looking back now, I would say that was my primary um, spiritual growth resource during those early years of being a Christian. Not that I wasn't reading the Bible on my own and praying on my own, but those small group conversations, talking together about the scriptures was really, really helpful. 
And then I went through a season, um, I was volunteering at my church in the youth group, leading um, a group of of young ladies. Um, I think I led them actually all the way from sixth grade through 12th grade. <laughs> but the, the church that I was in had a wonderful support built in for the leaders of the youth group. We not only got together once a week with the kids to actually do the youth group, but once a week we also got together as a group of leaders and had dinner. They, they would do a teaching or devotional or, you know, all sorts of different things. And that was really helpful for, again, for that growth process of growing deeper in my knowledge of the Bible and not just considering how is God speaking to me or wanting me to walk away from, you know, my reading of, of this particular passage, but how would he have me share that with others and teach these young people about his word? And, you know, so kind of wrestling with it more from the perspective of sharing it with others and experiencing it in a, in a communal way, in a body of Christ way, that was also really helpful. And so I share this just as kind of some background here, because <laughs> I, I look back and see kind of those three seasons. So I had the season of like community Bible study. We're reading the word together and talking through it, followed by a season um, where it really stuck out to me, the teaching that I was receiving um, and thinking about God's word in different contexts and with people, you know, young people who had questions that maybe I had never thought about, or they needed explanation that, you know, I had to, to think through in a different way. And then a third season, again, this is before getting married and having kids, um, a third season that I really reflect on, um, which these weren't like one, two, three, they were really all happening at the same time, but just which, which elements jumped out to me, had the most impact on me, it kind of moved through seasons. And so I, I really remember those years before getting married, I was in my late 20s. And I really would spend a good amount of time in retreat with the Lord. And sometimes that was literal retreat, I tried to get away, um, at least, I really I tried to get away once a month, it was probably every other month or something like that, to get away for like a half a day on a Saturday, go to a park with flowers, you know, it's pretty, take my Bible, take my journal, walk around, pray, like whatever it was that I needed with the Lord that day or in that season. So really more of resting with the Lord, soaking in God's word. Um, Several times I did a read the Bible in 90 days program. (laughs) You know, you find it on the internet, you try it out. Um, not a program that was like a class or something like that, but I was really just trying to absorb as much as I could and then rest in it and let it impact me. Not just trying to learn, but just trying to more devotionally connect with the Lord. And I can look back now when <laughs> I am in a in a group of women in a, in a Bible study group, community Bible study at my church. And, you know, I go to church every Sunday, but I'm not in an extra thing giving me this additional deeper teaching. And I can't remember the last time I took like a little retreat type of day to spend time soaking in God's word. So these things from the past, they're not totally absent from my life today, but my devotional time with the Lord looks very different. And the two main points that I would have today 
when I want to kind of pull back that curtain, look behind the scenes, what does my time with the Lord look like today? Number one, I am so thankful for that quality time that I've had with him in the past because there is scripture that I have memorized, that I have wrestled with. I don't really tend to have a great memory, but it's more like I know somewhere in Philippians it talks about you know anxiety, <laughs> so I can turn to it rather than being able to quote you the exact verse or whatever. Um, but I can look back and say, I know a lot about where to turn in the Bible when I'm struggling with any particular issue or emotion or whatever it is. And that's really helpful because there's really no way to build that except time and longevity. It's simply the fact of walking with the Lord month after month after month, year after year after year, reading his word again and again and again. That is how I have built kind of this knowledge of the Bible. And that has come in so handy as a counselor, as a podcaster, as a mom and a wife, like when I don't have time to just search through the Bible for an hour, reading whatever the Lord brings in front of me, when I have five minutes and I know I need some encouragement about peace, I know at least a few verses that I can turn to because the Lord has impressed that upon me in the past. And so I'm super thankful for that. And I try today to be really intentional to use that knowledge so that really so that I don't lose it. (laughs) Because um, if I started to just turn to, you know, I only have five minutes, let's just open the Bible and see where I land. You know, I'm going to lose some of that, uh, that memory or that connection point to know if there is something specific I'm looking for or a question I have, I have some starting places. And then a second piece I said I had two points. That I no, that's not entirely accurate as I'm thinking through it. <laughs> we'll have more than two. But the second is I really do turn to the internet. Mm, yeah, it's true. I don't turn to the internet and then just read, read, read. Um, but that is such a helpful tool when I have a question or I'm like, where is it in scripture where it talks about, um, you know, blah 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 or this parable or something that I can Google it and say, where's the parable about the lost sheep? And it'll tell me a verse. And yes, probably I could sit there and read whatever blog post it is that popped up on my Google search. But what I do is I take that and say, okay, great. Let me open my Bible now to that passage and read it myself. And so that is really helpful to leverage technology as a blessing and a benefit but I'm not trusting those words or commentaries from other people. I'm letting that simply direct me back to the actual Bible, where I've probably already underlined or written a note or whatever. I just in the moment have forgotten, where was that note? Where was that that takeaway or that reminder that I want to turn to? And so taking what technology might give me, what a Google search and the internet might give me, taking that and then basically as quickly as possible, actually turning back to the Bible to answer the question or to read the passage or to look deeper at whatever it is that led me to my Google search in the first place. (laughs) And then um, I do have a third point that I want to share here behind the scenes. What does that devotional time look like today? I don't have a lot of time. I do get up earlier than I technically need to so that I have time in the Bible in God's word, in prayer, before my kids get up, 
Now, granted, there are days where they wake up early and that gets messed up. My, my glorious plans get messed up, as we know happens all the time as a mom. But generally, I have a routine so that I'm getting up earlier. I can sit down with the Lord and it's not as much time as I wish it was, but I am consistent with trying to get that time. And I'm also consistent. Now, I don't mean consistent like every single day, but I have this regular habit, this regular routine of that morning time, me and God alone. We have, my husband and I have a going to bed routine of reading the one year Bible reading plans. So we're reading the same passages and then we read through the one year praying for your kids um, devotional. You know, we have that time anchoring us at the end of the day. And even during the day, there are certain routines with my kids, particularly listening to, to worship songs. Um, they tend to get a little antsy if I'm listening to something like listening to an audio Bible. It's like they're, I don't know, maybe they're looking around like who's talking, but the songs they really like. And so adding some of that in during the day with the kids, those are not um, like deep retreat meditation experiences. Usually I'm really tired in the morning. I'm really tired at night. I'm distracted during the day, (laughs) but I have those routines. I have those anchors and that keeps me connected with the Lord on a regular basis. And now there are plenty of past episodes where I've shared more details about that kind of end of the day routine, about the stuff I do during the day with my kids for discipleship. Um, I'm just giving you kind of that big picture look I know where I've been in the past and I really have enjoyed those seasons. I'm thankful for them, but I don't want to just grumble about the lack of time that I have today. I want to appreciate what God has done in the past and be intentional about what I am doing in the present, in this season of busyness and stress and all the chaos that comes with being a mom of little people who, you know, don't follow all of my plans all the time. So I just wanted to share some of that behind the scenes um, as an encouragement for you, particularly as we're thinking about peace on the podcast this week. We sometimes are not at peace with what our Bible time looks like, our quiet time, our spiritual growth. Like we, we want more than we're getting. We feel like we're missing something. But odds are, my friend, God is working. And I don't say that because I've seen him work in my life, although that's true. I say that because he tells us in his word, in the Bible, that he is always working and he's always working for our good. So take time to reflect for yourself. How has he grown you in the past? How has he grown you today? How are you connecting with the Lord? Um, You probably know by now we have plenty of resources to help you with this. We have the free Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge to build that daily habit with the Lord. We have a line of devotionals to help you go deeper into God's Word. We have a lot of stuff. It's all on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash resources, if you want to jump right to the resources. But um, consider and reflect. And I would love to hear from you in the Facebook group. How are you spending time with the Lord today? What does that look like today? How are you growing deeper with the Lord today, because you might have some habits and routines and ideas that other women haven't thought about and that would totally help them, totally encourage them. So it would be awesome to hear from you in the group and share those ideas and that encouragement with one another. 
But right now, my friend, let me close this out with a prayer. I'm going to actually pray through one of the scriptures that we talked about um, just the other day about peace. (laughs) So this is pulling from Romans 15, uh, 15 verse 13. Okay. Holy Spirit, Holy God, Lord Almighty, we praise you. You are always with us. You are always working and you are always working for our good. I praise you that you are the God of hope. And I pray, Lord, that in your mercy and in your grace and in your goodness for every woman listening right now, I pray that you will fill us with all joy and peace as we trust in you. Not so that we can just get through the day, not so that we can look pretty on the outside on our Instagram feed or when we're talking to people at church. Lord, I pray that you will fill us with joy and peace so that we may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray for our families, that our homes will be places that are filled with your hope and your joy and your peace and with the power of the Holy Spirit. And it is in the name of Jesus Christ that I pray. Amen. Friends, that is all I have for today. Um, You can always hop back to the last episode to hear what those 10 verses were about peace that I particularly find find powerful and helpful. And um, just a reminder that the week of May 16th, Uh, That entire week, we have our anniversary celebration going on, the one-year anniversary of the podcast. That is awesome. There's a giveaway. I'll be going live in the Facebook group every day with encouragement. There's going to be a discount code through the email newsletter for any of my resources or products, the devotionals, my Etsy shop, all sorts of things. So um, I will have a little bonus episode next week, really outlining all the details. I'm just bringing it up now so you can be excited because everybody loves a good celebration. (laughs) All right, my friend, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.